Romans 8, 18-25 For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you, Father, for your word. I pray it would penetrate our hearts, illuminate our minds, and animate our walk with you. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Father, I pray that we would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ, that we would know the hope to which we are called. Make us an eternally minded people. May the reality of resurrection the hope of heaven and the new earth. May it be as real to us as it was to Jesus, as it was to the Apostle Paul, as it was to the New Testament believers. Give us eyes that see. Give us an imagination to comprehend the beauty, the glory. Give us an expectancy and anticipation. Forgive us for our short-sightedness, for thinking that this life is all that there is, for not being able to see beyond the veil of death and to hope with eager expectation that today could be the day of the return of Christ. Would we be like Paul, taken up to the third heavens, not able to discern whether or not we're in the body, but hearing and seeing things that are inexpressible. That with Paul, we would be able to say, we do not lose heart. That though our outer selves are wasting away, the inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. I pray we would have that same heart posture, that truly the present sufferings of this world are light and momentary when compared to the eternal weight, the substance of glory that is beyond all comparison. May we be able to consider that our sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to that glory that will be revealed to us. And it doesn't minimize our present sufferings, but God, I pray that they would be put in their proper perspective. In Jesus' name.
for the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God, because it was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. What a profound thought that the earth itself around us is groaning, anticipating the revealing of the sons of God, the resurrection from the dead as Jesus returns to establish his kingdom, his physical kingdom on earth. And we participate in this lament. We see evidence of this groaning all around us. A world subjected to the futility of a life that ends in death, flowers that fade, grass that withers, floods and droughts and earthquakes and hurricanes and fires. There is pain not only in the human experience, but also in the terrestrial, the physical experience all around us. And not only creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, Grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. And Father, I pray that we would not get too comfortable in this body, in this life. Again, I pray that the reality of eternity would so saturate our hearts and our minds and put everything in perspective that we would groan inwardly in eager anticipation of your return, waking up day by day thinking, maybe today's the day, maybe today's the day where the sky will roll back like a scroll and Jesus will return at the blast of the trumpet, riding on the clouds, heralded by the angels, coming to redeem not just mankind, but all of creation, uniting, reconciling all things in himself, making all things new wiping away every tear, drying every eye, eradicating death and decay and destruction once and for all. May we groan for that day, long and eagerly wait and hope for the return of Christ, the redemption of our physical bodies, reversing the effects of aging and chronic illness and injury, renewing our physical flesh with a glory that cannot be compared to our current mortal state. For in this hope we were saved, this hope of the return of Christ, that you rose from the dead, not just dying for our sins on the cross, but rising from the dead, defeating the enemy of death itself, ascending to the Father, promising your return. In this hope, we are saved. And hope that is seen is not hope for who hopes for what he sees. And Father, we ask for the gift of faith, the ability to hope beyond hope, to stand and when we've done everything else to continue to stand in this eager expectation in this hope that we have in you in the face of a culture and a society that scoffs at this hope would you tether us 
Would you reveal yourself to us afresh? Would you pour out the Holy Spirit, the power to believe that Christ would dwell in our hearts through faith? But if we hope for what we do not see, because if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. And oh, Holy Spirit, we need that fruit in our lives, the fruit of patience not just with our family members and our friends and our coworkers, not just patience with ourselves, but patience as you tarry, patience as we continue to endure the futility of this life, the absurdity of our circumstances and the pain and the suffering. Yes, there is beauty. Yes, there is wonder and virtue. And yet we must continue to plow through the challenges of life. May we do it with patience. A long, slow, faithful obedience in the same direction because we know at the end of that path is the renewal of all things, the restoration of all things in Jesus Christ. You sit enthroned as King. You are our Lord, and we worship you as such. In Jesus' name, amen.